0: episode of Generally Assembled, your favorite House Republican podcast. Joined by Neil Lesher from the Appropriations Committee. I'm Jason Gottesman, and uh, he's back. You might have missed him I'm as much as back. we did last week. Uh, <laughs> Representative Jesse Topper finally rounding out the the, the the giggles here. So I was here. I
1: was here that week that you guys did it, and I know you kind of kicked off with he was here and he didn't tell me. Uh, first of all, I was very busy, you know, understanding my role in the education committee. Very busy person. But also... Wait, I thought lawmakers don't do anything. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> I was being somewhat facetious. But listen... You've never th- heard of a vice chairman.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I, I, I just thought it would be good for you guys to understand what it was like. You know, sometimes, like, you tell your kids, like, look you know, you might complain about me, but when I'm not here, you're going to miss me. And I kind of felt like that was an opportunity for, for that to happen. And uh, and I think you did. I think you missed
0: me. It, it's funny. I tried that with my wife once, and she goes, wait, how long were you gone? <laughs> <laughs> or else she's like, this is actually better this way. Yeah. All, right. Okay. Um, all right, well, we're back, and, uh, you know, I thought it was a good conversation last time about uh, the, thi- the entertainment things we're into, and since we were, uh, you were gone for two weeks, and last week, Neil and I tried to stumble our way across March Madness discussions. Well, that was uh, what hurt
1: me the most, because, yeah. you know, I'm a big sports junkie. I actually went to March Madness in Pittsburgh with the boys and, and I did want, you know, we talk basketball and I mean, how great is this final four? I mean Villanova, the Pennsylvania school, and then the blue bloods of North Carolina, Duke, and Kansas. Kansas being my pick to win it all at the beginning. So I
2: mean we we we're, we are set for a great weekend of basketball. Yeah, I mean that the, the last Kansas game I was like kind of shocked. Right, the first half I was I thought I was watching a completely different team, and thankfully the real Kansas team showed up in the second half. Yeah. Well,
1: no, look, they've got they've got they can shoot, and, and this is that time of year where the teams that have those guys that can make plays that can can kind of manufacture points when you need it when things aren't going well because defense you know becomes very difficult real tough this time of year especially at this level uh, and i think that's why kansas has the edge but look don't count out our, our villanova cats here from pennsylvania
0: yeah you know i don't know they walked out on the national anthem earlier mm. in the uh, in the whole thing so see here's you want to know my
1: solution to this as not being part of the woke nonsense of the world I no longer watch until the games start. I don't watch anything else beforehand. I watch the pregame shows. I don't watch whatever. I I watch when the game starts. I turn it as soon as the game's over, and that way I can continue to live in my bubble that sports (laughs) is somehow... About Out of the politics. realm of politics, yeah. yes, that's yeah. how I do it.
0: Unfortunately, we're getting more and more where nothing is outside of the realm of politics, <laughs> no, which uh, brings us to another discussion of uh, what what are what, what else are we watching? What
1: well, are you doing? Well, first of all, I watched on on Netflix. We watched uh, watched a great great show called The King, actually a movie that was fantastic. But I think it was all if you're talking entertainment, we got to talk about the disasters <laughs> yeah, that I, continue to be Kings. the liberal
0: Hollywood Oscar elite. King Richard Tragic moments. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> Academy Award winner for best actor Will Smith. Man, so let me ask the, you guys something. The slap heard across yeah. Twitter. Let me ask you guys something. Is it so <laughs> it launched a new generation of memes. Right. So there are there are
1: some people who are like, you know, that's what a real man does, you no. know, he stands up for his wife, slaps slaps this guy. Okay, but I'm from Bedford County. Maybe this is wrong. But a real man if they're going to defend anybody's honor does not do open slap. Like you punch the guy. <laughs>
2: He got in trouble with his wife for laughing, and that's why he had (laughs) to overcompensate. (laughs) Which,
1: which, like, not that any of us have not been there, but, I mean, (laughs) I I just feel like... It just looked so awkward, and I don't know. I, it was it was embar- It was it was one of the more cringeworthy moments. Now, I, no, I it was admit, the only watchable I, part of the whole show. I'll admit, I don't I don't watch that live anymore because I can't escape the politics. I can't just turn it on at a certain point like yeah. sports. But of course, everybody has seen what happened, and, and yeah, he was laughing before, but it was just I don't know. It was
0: it was weird. It was strange, and it was just kind of emblematic of where Hollywood is. You know, when Will Smith was saying, "Take my wife's name out your mouth," I was thinking, you know. That's something that sometimes I want to say to my son at three in the morning after he's been up for an hour crying for his mom. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. I didn't know. Where, I thought we were heading towards oh, Chuck. Edith's there. Edith's there. Edith, no, yeah. um, you know, I think all of our podcast listeners are probably like, why do, "Why do they listen? Why do they let him just start off jokes, not knowing? <laughs> oh, <what? but laughs> they, they need to like, they need to have Jason
2: pre-clear his jokes." <laughs> what, did, what did you think? Um, Well, when when you talked about startling moments, I thought you were going to talk about the time that uh, Amy Schumer was was lowered from the ceiling in a Spider-Man outfit. I mean, like, I I, I tried to watch the Oscars, and I watched about the first 15 minutes, and it was just unbearable. Plus the fact that, like, all these movies that that were winning awards, I'm like, what's a dune? I don't, you know. I, I've never I heard talked of I talked about doing on the podcast here two weeks you know ago. It made one what, six Academy Awards? Yeah, it was so
1: funny because <laughs> whatever, like, whatever that was brought up, I'm like, <laughs> I think Jason said something about this being some weird sci-fi thing that Neil and I wouldn't watch. So, but I mean, look... I, it, interestingly is is kind of how Hollywood is reacting to this right like there some people are indignant some people want him prosecuted for Pete, crying out loud and then of course
0: Chris Rock I thought actually rock handled it fairly well I mean he was definitely flustered but well it's a guy who's definitely been on live TV before and also probably his experience on SNL where anything could go wrong you could tell there was a moment where he was like, Shoot, I'm still on stage, right? And like, I need to because I just, just like, got
2: slapped in front of millions of people. Yeah, he was
0: just like, okay, like, you know, some and and for anybody who's ever done public speaking or been in um, a public environment, you know, like you're at that point, it might seem like to the rest of the world it was like 25 seconds to oh, him, it seemed like an a turn, hour, and you can yeah. tell, like, you could tell
1: when he when I think he said like the the next award for for is presented to the best documentary, and he meant to say. Yeah, now, No, we're awarding a documentary right, He's like, right. actually no, we're awarding right. a We're giving <laughs> a an award for like, the documentary but he, you know, he did what he could do, but it, it is interesting I always, look, here's, here's what I've said I love it when People kind of reap what they sow What you're seeing in Hollywood right now Like, you want to you wanna sow Political correctness That you can't joke about anything Or you get cancelled
0: Or yep. you know,
1: now you can add something else into it But now both of these guys are going to be dealing With some
0: of that woke mob you know, I, I'm going to show this again because even though our podcast listeners can't see it, it is on my Twitter feed, at JGGottesman. It's the greatest meme of all time that I created the other night. It's it's Chris Rock getting slapped with free speech above him, and then Will Smith being cancel culture, big tech, and the tolerant left. <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah, I like that.
2: At Twitter. Please, please follow. Please follow. <laughs> Ruth <Chris> Topper. <laughs> so speaking of just completely making stuff up, Jason, oh, we're going to get yeah. on track yeah. here. Now we're we're gonna sh- actually maybe about we should talk about after something. After seven and a half minutes, we're <laughs> yeah. actually going to talk politics. about politics and you policy. Understand that, you
0: understand that most of our listeners
2: are going to turn it off to shit. They're oh, going to talk public
0: policy. All right, so, so what do you J- got? So Jason, You're actually prepared. I saw you look at your phone. No, you have a podcast folder.
2: That's, that's deep I preparation. I, I, I put memes in it. My podcast folder is just right up here. Seth Grove is so scared. Seth Grove unleashed. So, Jason, you pointed this out the other day, and it's so spot on. Between the governor, the House Democrats, and Josh Shapiro now, the Democrats have figured out $6 billion worth of spending for the $2 billion that we have left in the federal ARPA money. And, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's key. This is what the Democrats do. They just run around and tell people, oh, we'll fund this and we'll fund that. And they just come up with a plethora of spending ideas, none of which are real. Right. Well, and, and actually it was interesting because I was talking to a, a reporter and
0: I said, you know, somebody really needs to ask, somebody if they support the other people's ideas and they go well I did ask Josh Shapiro whether he supports he supports the governor's ideas about right. how to spend the federal money and he goes I didn't even know the governor had ideas. <laughs> so he mean, was the
2: first one to put him out.
0: Yeah, that's and actually it was the legislative democrats who the first one to put them out. Then the very next him. day the governor held a press conference and was like yeah 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 I'm not listening to those ideas. Even though the democrats are here, we're going to well, do my ideas. And there
2: was a reporter that actually asked him well well no wait a minute the, you know the legislative democrats said they would spend the money this way. What do you what do you, you know what do you think about that? And he says, well, why I support all of it. Well, the, the most dangerous, and,
1: and he does like that. The the most dangerous thing about having a surplus, especially one that I still say is manufactured with federal monopoly money, is that now everybody thinks this is the opportunity to spend, 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 and we all know what is on the horizon. And, and look, I think we make it almost easy for the other side to talk about funding everybody and and being everybody's santa claus and everybody's answer to everything because they know we're going to stop that so they know the bad guy is already in place who's going to stop them from giving so they can say whatever they want knowing full well it's not going to be true but look I, i still believe that we as as republicans are the fiscal watchdogs we are the stewards of this money and and look that's why people send us so, so yeah you can say well it's the Republicans fault that this didn't get funded that getting funded we are the ones who are sent here to ensure that there is still money left over <laughs> at some point uh, uh, taxpayer
0: dollars are spent wisely and judiciously and I'm fine with that I'm fine <clears throat> with that moniker well, well and, and right and while we're st- while we're standing up for taxpayers here you know the the quiet part that democrats don't want to tell you is that they're happy to spend all this money because ultimately what they want to do is find ways to take more of your money so that they can give it to other people the people that fund this economy it's the redistribution the, right, the plan. middle right, the middle class uh is the one who pays the most for inflation they're the ones who pay most when it comes to higher taxes they're the ones who carry the burden <laughs> of and, and oh by the way if you're wondering how it feels to live in in, in democratic rule
1: oh well let's go outside and see what it's like like the the, the nice thing about this is that nobody can say th- this is what the policies have brought us right it has brought us the price of fuel being what it is It's but I mean everybody's paying their tax bill right now I know I just paid mine. the federal government like it is it is sticker shock for America right now yep. and, and I think that's what they have to understand this is what these public policies will bring when they say they're going to give you
2: everything Somebody's paying for it. Well, but but I think the Democrats know that they're they're on the run because if you notice, they've started adopting our messaging and trying to claim that well, they're the ones that have always been for cutting taxes all along. They're, 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 they want to cut taxes, and actually, that's what I brought in my little podcast folder today <laughs> that you guys. <laughs> that's a, it's for. a nice but, size but, podcast no, no, i But um, fun a little, yeah, but, you you know, the policy point today from the House Democratic Policy Committee: Dems work to cut taxes. House Democrats <laughs> propose cutting taxes while better funding job training and child care to grow the economy. The PA GOP firmly opposes the plan. You don't have a plan. You're Hold on. We points. just we
0: just walked out of the House Appropriations Committee where Democrats offered what? Six different amendments, something like that. Five, 5 Five to keep a carbon tax that will increase the costs on Pennsylvanians to heat our homes and turn on our lights. All the while they want to spend all, exclusively just spend money. Listen, that's what we let we go back to the Impossible Whopper episode
1: in the governor's address. He said he was going to cut taxes increase spending and it was all going to be okay there's no one who actually believes that can happen you can't cut taxes without reducing the size and scope of government and you can't spend more without increasing taxes it's just that that's the reality that we will continue to put out there and no matter what cute sayings or slogans the other side has that's the reality if you want taxes cut and you want smaller a smaller size and scope of government. Then we're the ones who are going to fight for that. If you want increased government and increased
0: taxes, you probably want to vote for somebody else. Yeah, and, and look again. I think we can go back to what does Democrat rule bring you? Just go to Philadelphia. Businesses boarded up, unsafe streets. Or yes,
1: San Francisco. San Francisco. Higher,
0: high, an impossible cost of living for fewer services. And and look, it's it's a you want to look at the last 15 20 years you know 20 years ago you had a higher uh, you know middle-class population in philadelphia and then what do they do is then once the costs get high and the taxes become too high people then move to the suburbs they want the same things as the cities so they call for all these services they win seats on on local councils local taxes increase uh, and then all of a sudden oh it's too expensive to live here the cost of living is too high so i'm going to now move further out of the suburbs and then they go do the same thing i mean it's you know you talk to people in lancaster county and (laughs) it's 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 becoming uh, the new collar county, and it's the same thing up in the north. The people who
1: fled from New York, they come to yep. Pennsylvania, and then they want to turn the Poconos into New York. I mean, it's it's that it's that mentality. It's always okay to tax somebody else. It's always okay to you know have talk about other people's schools. It's all, but but you don't want to make those changes to your own,
0: and you don't want to ultimately be the ones paying the taxes. Well, and that's why. Look, we you know House Republicans, and I think Republicans in general. Uh, do a really good job of doing things and staying on this message of you know people people are always what what are you doing well we're doing the same thing that we've always done which you might not necessarily know what we're doing and that's that's the right thing because people you're not seeing more money come out of your pocket you're not seeing as a result of Republican work budgets that are skyrocketing you're not hearing about broad-based tax increases
1: what we're doing a lot is of what we, what we do is, is play defense that's true sure we stop bad things from happening and right. I think that's that's we kind of exposed some of that Neil in the Appropriations Committee yeah, hearings
2: right. yeah and compare that to like New York which is under complete Democrat control they just increased their corporate net income tax and then turned around and they're going to give hundreds of millions of dollars to build a new stadium for the Buffalo Bills you know that that's the kind of like thought process that goes on in these democratic states we'll increase your taxes and give them to an nfl team
1: yeah as long as we don't let's not criticize the steelers for anything no steelers can do no wrong <laughs> they can um, do no wrong <laughs> uh, look we, except for we, recruiting know, quarterbacks, we understand but. what we understand what the message is we understand i think i think what what we need to do is continue to stay focused and not get caught up in the, we have you know, we're, we're ahead of budget projections we have all this federal money, let's spend, spend spend, it's tempting, right? It's tempting we have a lot of groups in this building that come in and say you could do more for this, do more for that we have to stay the fiscal stewards of the taxpayer dollars, understanding that this bubble is going to burst I can't say that enough, we have to keep talking yeah. about that, that, that this we can see it in other ways, with, with inflation, with the employment numbers people not being able to find employees Businesses shutting down this this is not sustainable and we have to be here uh, to make sure
0: that that the taxpayers don't get fleeced in the end of it well but it also comes to to finding ways to be innovative and effective with taxpayer dollars too right the Education Committee just put out uh, this week legislation to empower families and fund students and not institutions Mm -hmm. Um, that's the kind of thing that we keep bringing to the table because when the failures of democrat policies uh that keep people trapped in in failing public schools that make that have bad energy policies that make us and our allies vulnerable we have alternatives we have solutions to those things which you know democrats then scream oh you're you're harming teachers or you're hurting the environment well look the end result of your failing talking points is Bad results for students. Bad results for our country, our state, our allies, bad our security. Bad results for teachers. Bad, bad results right. for energy. Bad sure. results
1: for the environment. Sure. I mean, that's the thing. Even the, even even what they're trying to say, they're protecting. They're not because as things continue to disintegrate in those areas, you think Russia. You guys said it great last week. I did listen to the podcast, even though I was not. But you guys <laughs> said it great last week. Like you think Russia, China, they don't care about the Paris Climate Accord. They don't care about uh, any carbon regulations. So so when we see the energy, uh, the global energy market. To Iran, you really think they're going to give two hoots about about climate change or the environment or
0: anything like that? So it, even even their own talking points
1: don't stand up to muster.
0: Yeah, just because Democrats like to make people feel bad doesn't mean that they're right. So let's uh, <laughs> put, let's that, on put yeah. that on a T-shirt. Put that on a T-shirt. We'll come up with some. We need to get some, some generally assembled
2: t-shirt. T-shirts. Like yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. I
1: did that. Actually, just came to my mind, like with some of our catch sayings. I don't know what those are, but we'll go back and we'll listen. So Standing up for taxpayers. Standing up for taxpayers, no, yeah. Oh, come on. No, that's,
0: we'll, we'll get some good ones. All right. Well, folks, I think that's it. So that probably got you to wherever you're likely to get to for your uh, next destination. <laughs> or you've turned it off by now. Yeah. Well, even, at that point, you've been, even even been No, saved. look, I'm, from an entertainment
1: standpoint, getting back to where we started, because I really think that's why a lot of people listen. I I I'm in Right now, when I watch The King, I'd watch King Arthur. I'm kind of into that like medieval knight time period so if anybody has suggestions of some good movies to watch that have that kind of genre I'm I'm into that at the moment
2: I watched free guy the other night and And I would not that it's not that genre but I still would recommend it I'm in a Ryan Reynolds like genre. that's kind of what (laughs) I was thinking like (laughs) this
1: is the second Ryan Reynolds
2: (laughs) he's funny Van Wilder
0: is the first movie I ever snuck into
1: like okay. I said, so any, anything, um, anything that like what, well, with, the, with the knights and the medieval—that's what I'm going for. Also, so.
0: also, not on this, but I did want to let everybody know I have not read a Star Wars book in the last two and a half weeks. Uh, I am reading um, Robert Heinlein's uh, *Starship Troopers*, which, if you know all the movie right. *Starship Troopers*, no, okay, no. all right, That's very—it's right, well, very like it's it's so a, a cult <laughs> classic. Um, And and actually, Robert Heinlein is known as the godfather of modern and realistic science fiction. We'll do books we're reading next week. Oh. All right. Okay. All right. We we can only fit so much into one (laughs) time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. Anyway, that's too much. We're out of here. It's generally assembled for this week. For Representative Topper, Neil Lesher, I'm Jason Gottesman. You can find us where all your favorite House Republican podcasts are found, www.pahousegop.com slash mypodcasts. On iTunes, leave us a five-star review. uh, And uh, shout-out for shout-outs. We'll be back
2: next week. Yeah. All right. Thanks.